0: Hey hikers, welcome to the Thruer podcast, where we talk to new and experienced long distance or thru hikers about their adventures on and off trail. I'm your host, Cheer.
1: Cheer here reporting from the CDT week four. So um, a lot happened in week four. (laughs) Uh, so, I hope you're ready. Um, so, week four was from Doc Campbell's to Pie Town, which was kind of a longer stretch. We were planning on eight days, but um, as you'll see in a little bit, um, I made it to Pi Town in five and a half. Um, so, the beginning of the stretch was great, beautiful. Like I was saying in week three, it was just a continuation of the Gila, a little bit different um, terrain and a little bit different, like even the color of the rock, um, like the cliffs uh, were a little different, a little darker. I felt even more that I was on like an alien planet or something, but it was so cool and beautiful. Um, Kind of reminiscent of, if you've ever been to Yosemite Valley, um, kind of like that, where you're in this kind of low area with cliffs on either side. So um, yeah, really beautiful. I think that I know I mentioned in week three there were 57 river crossings in the first part of the Gila the second part of the Gila I think there was probably more and much of the same cold temperatures kind of hard in the mornings when um, you know it was freezing cold and we had to ford the rivers but um still beautiful still hot during the day once the Sun came out so kind of the same there and if you guys would like to see more footage you can check out week four it hasn't come out yet but it will come out soon week four um, of my CDT truck on the Thruer YouTube channel and you can check out my Instagram too um, but yeah just beautiful beautiful scenery so um, that was definitely a reward we didn't have to worry about water carries obviously through that section um, we were in the Gila for two days out of the five and a half that I hiked into Pie town. so two of those days were beautiful a lot of hot springs um, I didn't mention this before but yeah tons of hot springs around the area so that was kind of nice to just like dunk my feet in when they were cold um very pristine too I'm from Southern California so we do have um hot springs out in that area but there's so many people around that you can never really get a hot spring to yourself so um these hot springs in the Gila were just so pristine and such a treat um to just like dunk my feet and I wish I had more time to just kind of totally soak but um you know we had miles to make so just dunk my feet in um so yeah once we left the Gila which was kind of sad um it was kind of sad but also like I I guess I should mention this too the terrain at the second part of the Gila was a little bit tougher to navigate so first part of the Gila in week three was easier with I mentioned the cairns and just like a kind of an easier path to follow but the second part was a little bit more difficult more bushwhacking we got off the trail a lot so um, that's something if you're a CD2 hiker maybe just be aware of the second part of the Gila um, section um, into Pi Town is a little bit more difficult so um, but even still very sad to leave the Gila um, and then came the longer water carries again so carrying anywhere between three to four liters at a time Uh, lots of cow troughs (laughs) and that sort of thing um which isn't always pleasant but at least it's water right uh so yeah once we left the gila it got pretty kind of more flat um it was kind of flat in the gila too but uh i guess maybe more exposed is what i mean so right after the gila we hiked out and um, got to this lake called snow lake and um, that would have been a great water source but apparently there was like a poisonous algae that was growing so that wasn't an option for us Um, so we kept hiking into yeah more um, windy windy area um, very exposed not many trees Um, it's kind of interesting like in new mexico the different terrain that you go through in a matter of miles so right after the gila it was very exposed not many trees and then i could see in the distance there was like a forest so we kind of booked it to the forest there were some steep climbs in there um yeah so got to the forest spent a couple days in the forest area and um it did get very cold it snowed on us we were in a, we were hiking in a snowstorm so um that was kind of neat to experience i've never really hiked in full-blown like snowstorm (laughs) and there was like lightning and luckily it was kind of far the lightning was far off but um yeah it was a cool experience to hike through the snow um and a lot fell while we were hiking um so much that like when I was walking I could hear you know the crunch of the snow under your feet so yeah it was quite a bit of snow that fell which was cool to experience so um and hiking into pie town there are a couple different um routes that you can take so um, there was this blue route and then the red route, which is the official CDT. So the red route uh, was a little bit more off of dirt roads. It was a tra- an actual trail. But then there was like, I think, a 14-mile road walk at the end. And um, that's something I needed to consider because the blister that I mentioned that I got in week three or week two, um, I didn't want to relive that because I think I got that really bad blister from the highway walk into silver city so um i actually was more considering the blue route which is more dirt road but there was really no highway walk so that was kind of a benefit and also um i needed to consider the water situation (laughs) and it looked a little bit more sketchy on the red route and so what ended up happening was i decided to take the blue route which was also a little bit shorter i think it was like 10 miles shorter than the red and then snickers wanted to take the red route so we parted ways um and it was kind of nice I like I prefer hiking with somebody just because I can share my experiences with somebody else that also appreciates nature and all that but I also like hiking solo and so this gave me a chance to kind of challenge myself so once we parted ways on um you know the blue and the red route I challenged myself that day I think at that point I hiked like 12 miles I wanted to hike I think 26 miles um and something <laughs> that i didn't really consider is elevation and so if you go on an alternate on the cdt on the gut hook app which is what i use to navigate and what most hikers use to navigate it doesn't show you the elevation profile on the alternate so i had no clue that i was going to be hiking up a mountain that day <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, do this, whatever, 26, 27 mile day. And I didn't realize there was a mountain in the middle of that or near the end of that. So at the end of the day around, I think it was like 530 or six, I realized I'm climbing up this mountain. And so I like look at the different points on the map and realize I'm hiking to the highest point I had have ever been on the CDT 9600 feet and so I was like are you kidding me right now (laughs) but I was up to the challenge I just put my one of my um, earbuds in and blasted Rage against the machine (laughs) to get to the top but I was just like huffing and puffing up this thing all by myself Um, so yeah it was kind of a comical thing so I made it to the top of this mountain at 7pm and I was like okay if I want to reach my goal I have to go like 3.4 more miles and so I was like I don't know if I can do this but um I ended up just crushing it down luckily it was downhill but it was really rocky so I had to be very careful but I was thinking I hit you know four miles per hour speed uh, which is good for me because I have I kind of have shorter legs <laughs> and a longer torso so um yeah it was it was definitely like a win in my eyes um so yeah crushed it down to camp I actually ended up going 27 and a half miles. Um so yeah really proud of myself camped alone. Um I kind of camped in this like off this random road, dirt road that luckily nobody was driving on at night cuz I was like right off the side. But um beautiful night, so quiet. It's usually pretty windy in New Mexico, but at night, for whatever reason, it calms down, which is nice. So very quiet night. The moon was almost full. It was just beautiful. Um, and so I slept without my rain fly on. Had, I didn't really, since I was so tired, I think I rolled in at like, I don't know, 8.15 or something. I didn't even like make dinner. I just had like a couple Snickers bars and like some snacks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a very fulfilling, beautiful day. And, um, then I challenged myself the next day to get into pie town. I was really motivated to get into town. So I ended up doing, oh my gosh, 12 miles before 10 and 22 miles at by 1 PM. That was my goal. 22 miles by 1 PM. And I, I just made it. I was crushing it in the morning, going four miles per hour, five miles per hour, um, and then the last like three miles into town, it was completely exposed. I was out of water. Um, I had to put my umbrella up because I didn't want to sweat. <laughs> because if I sweat, I need more water, right? So um, I was just kind of trudging and I'm like, I'm not going to make my goal today. I'm not going to make it by one. But I ended up just squeaking by and making it to Pie Town by one. Um, so yeah, I was very proud of that. <laughs> so hiking solo is nice because I can kind of like push myself a little bit if I want to. So. I knew that Snickers was going to be in that night or the day after. So Pie Town itself, um, walking in, I was a little worried cause it was like some of the homes are dilapidated and that sort of thing. And so I was like, oh gosh, I'm like walking by myself in this area, but it ended up being fine. And I found, um, the hostel of choice for hikers in Pie Town is called Toaster House. And, um, if you want to see footage of that too, you can definitely check out the through YouTube channel, my week, um, for but um yeah this place was so so great um trail angel nita um gave up her home i think she's living elsewhere now but she gave up her old home for hikers so so amazing of her she stops by i think every day um, from hawaii amazing amazing woman um so definitely look for nita if you are a cdt hiker and you stay at toaster house um it's donation based And um, it was amazing. Jefferson was kind of the host who was um, there all the time. And he was so great. He was like my new BFF. I helped him cook. Um... For the hikers because I love doing that so um, there was a bunch of fresh vegetables there Uh, people come by and donate food so there was a ton of food like in the hiker box and just to cook for everybody so I took advantage of all the fresh vegetables and somebody dropped off like a ton of salad like heads of lettuce organic Um, so I just like went to town with that made like tuna salads with um, one of the other hikers um, named Anvil who's hilarious um, helped me out um, he's like the spice king, and I'm not really good with spices, so I like chopped. I did a bunch of chopping and like cooking and stuff, but he was the one who like spiced up the food. So it was really just really fun to have uh, a couple days to just kind of cook because that's something I miss when I'm on trail. Is I miss baking and cooking. So yeah, it just gave me the opportunity to like cook, and there was a bunch of kitchen utensils I could use, and of course there was a toaster for bread in the morning and all that stuff. So anyway, had a great great experience. Uh, in Pie Town at the Toaster House. And also, there were so many hikers coming through. So it was just like another, kind of like Doc Campbell's, another reunion, Um, meeting new hikers too. So I was there for two Neros and a Zero. So I was there for quite a while, two nights technically. Um, So yeah, I got to meet a ton of hikers. I think the first night I was there, there were like, oh gosh, maybe 18. And the second night, there were maybe... 25. So yeah, a ton of hikers there. There are bunks, um, if you're lucky enough to get one, which I did snag one. Um, And then you can also camp outside in the backyard. So yeah, very picturesque place. (laughs) Um, Hikers have left their shoes kind of on the wall. There's like a whole wall of shoes that hikers left. So um, and then there were baby kittens there too. So yeah, it was just a really great experience. I, I think that might be the only kind of cool hostel experience besides um, Triple Crown in um, Silver City that um, I'll probably have on the CDT, at least in New Mexico. I haven't really heard of any other like amazing hostels, but I I might need to educate myself on Colorado and um, up north from there. But yeah, I really cherished my time there and um, have to thank... Jefferson, and Nita for such an amazing experience. So with that, that wraps up week four, and I will check in soon um, for week or stretch five.
0: Well, that's it for my update for this week. Stay tuned on this podcast for weeks to come, and you can also get some visuals on our YouTube channel. It's a through YouTube channel, and the link is in the show notes for that. And if you'd like to get involved with our community, you can start at our website. It's www.thruer.com. That's hru rcom And on our website, we have links to our social media, our YouTube, our Instagram, our Facebook group. And we also have helpful resources on there if you're planning a thru-hike yourself. We have a Strava group where you can train with us there's a list of our events that are coming up and we also have our trail team landing page on there. And if you're loving these new episodes that are coming out, feel free to rate and review our podcast. It really helps with visibility. Thank you so much for listening today and until next time, happy hiking.